Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Southern Middle Tennessee. Whoops. I got something going on here that I got to fix. Hang on. There we go. Hello, Southern Middle Tennessee. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Hello, Monday morning. It's the first time we've been on. And it seems like weeks that it's not raining outside, but it looks like rain any minute. Um, (laughs) Two weeks to Christmas, folks. I haven't gotten a single present yet. Uh, Don't know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm right there with you. (laughs) Do number two, Clayton Harris, how are you? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Uh, Yeah, we don't even have a tree up yet, which... It's pitiful. The Grinch. The Grinch has been by. Dude, number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. I bet you somebody got got their gift already. Somebody had a birthday. Somebody had a birthday, and I know they got some gifts. Who had a birthday? Coach Mike Lyle had a birthday. No? I did. Carrie Powers, regular special guest Super dude. Powers. I've had another trip around the sun, thank God. Happy birthday, Carrie. Happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Thank you. Hey, Delk, so you have two Teslas, but no Christmas tree? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two Teslas I, can, in the Can't afford to light no the tree. I ain't got no Teslas. <laughs> no, no Teslas. I would have heard. I heard there were two. <laughs> no, I got an electric golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> two Teslas in the drive and no tree. Oh. <laughs> no. The Teslas sucked up all the energy, Carrie. Yeah. But- yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, thanks for the birthday wishes. Hey, shout out to a Columbia local. Uh, who did uh, in memory of Will Green. Uh, We were born on the same day, same year, different cities, of course. But from what I hear, he was quite a local legend. So shout out to the Columbia native son, Will Green. He passed away this past year. It would have have been his birthday, too. Y'all know him? I do not know Will Green. I I do not know him, yeah. among, Among... the great men I know, I know for sure. Did he live here in Columbia? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. He lived on Indian Camp Springs uh, or nearby, and uh, uh, left a wife and and three great girls. So, just shout out to a life well lived by a good man. Okay, there we go. Um, does anybody care about Megan and Harry? <laughs> Don't jump all over it, people. <laughs> <laughs> they care they 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 would raise their hands about themselves i think yeah 
I think you're exactly right. I've never seen such a spectacle about nothing uh, in my life. And and, and two uh, totally worthless, you know, uh, carbon bodies occupying the planet and doing nothing to help it. Um, They're making some money, though, Dale. You know, they tell their story and people go buy their books or buy their movies and stuff like that. So they... They were ex. They were royalty. Now they're ex royalty. So uh, they still got plenty of money and and got it made. Don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, I I get it. I don't even read the news stories. Um, and do you think that's a good thing, Mister Yor? Well, you know, a lot of people are interested in in the histor- from a historical perspective what happens to to the British and to England, the Queen throne, and all that stuff. So it. Every now and then, people, historians, and uh, will will tap into it and write their own personal views and stuff. But it keeps things going for the British, you know. I guess I don't see Meghan and Harry being any even a, a footnote in the history of uh, England or Britain, United Kingdom, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, I, I An- another thing that we have a a number number of British people in this country. You know, you look at many of the TV stations, you hear the accents. Uh, they're in all forms of news. They're, they're all over, you know, in, in the financial industry. So you you have a lot of British, I don't know if they're holding, holding dual citizenship or what, but uh, they're in this country. So that's news for them, you know. Well, certainly true that there's a strong connection between the United States and Great Britain. I mean, that's... That's true, and probably always will be. But uh, again, though, th- this is—I mean, just two worthless excuses for human beings. Uh, yeah, and- but I'm saying back in the day, Del, uh, you know, you look at a TV station, and you had someone with an American accent who were f- was from this country. But now, you, you particular station you love, Fox. Fox has a lot of folks that have uh, people from. England over here. Well, I mean that's true, and uh, there was a strong uh, cross. There's a, a strong, a strong cross pollination among intellectual elites. Um, for instance, when my daughter was at Yale. Uh, Tony Blair's son also attended Yale and was one of her classmates. As do a lot of um, a lot of our. Uh, best students attend cambridge or oxford and so there's a strong intellectual cross-pollination uh and that's probably a good thing but uh harry and megan are certainly not anything close to an intellectual cross-pollination they're they're an intellectual dud and and we have a lot of used to be british citizens in this in this in this county too and in columbia yeah, we do, and I mean, people forget that King Charles, now King Charles, formerly Queen Elizabeth, is the is the king of Canada. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's right here next door. Uh, and, well, I'm saying in Murray County, you have a lot of Brit- past British citizens that that come to this country and they live here in Murray County. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree that there's a, a strong connection of you know, I mean, and a strong cultural connection, in that you know we. We still 
in this country. I mean, we have various statutes and whatnot that have been acted by legislature and Congress, but basically we we follow English common law in in this country. And um, that's the basis, except for your native Louisiana, which follows the Napoleonic Code. Uh, all, yeah, we got several different cultural influences down there. Yeah, uh, all of all of the the rest of the the other yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. The other forty nine uh, have the basis of their law is English common law, uh, and so. There you go. But I, did, I miss York. I didn't think that you would ever be a defender of the British crown in any form or way. Well, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, you know, it exists and it's existed for years and years. And there's a lot of influence of, from Britain in this country and, and it's growing, you know. All right. Let's see. I'm trying to. Won't you tell no, us about the ISL, Dell? Well, wait a minute. Carrie is sending me some messages here. What's this about, Carrie? Is, uh, Ted <clears throat> Tad Cummings? It's a documentary. Well, you were, uh, yeah, you were talking about people telling their stories. Oh, so Ted Cummings is on Hulu? There, the, the story is. And listen, well, let me get this right, though. Clayton, Ted Cummins was the fellow who took the girl to California or whatever. Correct. Correct. From one of his former co-workers. All right. Coach Mike Lyle was teaching at Calioca High yes, School at yes. the time. Yeah, one of our not one of our finest moments. But uh you know, 15-year-old runaway, huh, from Calioca High? Yeah, you know, I, I wanna I do want to be respectful of people that live in our community who I think have been through a whole lot on all of that. Yeah. Um, but I think it did tell the story in a pretty healthy light. Um as someone who was on the school board at the time, I um the story that was told actually was good and it was about people who very innocent people who literally went through a lot, who I think are moving on their lives in a positive way. You know, they sadly were crossed up in some pathology, but there were a lot of innocent people. So I thought it was a well-told story, but I do want to be respectful of people that live in our community that really went through a lot. Um, You know, there were a couple of splashes about the schools, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, anyways, it's water under the bridge, but... Uh, I think it could have been handled differently with some different outcomes, personally. But that's my two cents. And really, you know, it was a well-told story about innocent people who went through a lot that are moving to a healthier place in their life. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to re- rehash the trauma that all those folks that were involved in that uh, had, you know. Uh, yeah. So, uh, just No. Yeah. We don't want to do that. And I'll tell they you. They chose to participate in this documentary. And tell their story. So, you know, I would encourage a watch by people that are interested. So, is Tad Cummins? Is he in? Is he? Was he filmed? He's not interviewed. um, You know, but the story. He is not interviewed. Okay. Well, Carrie, Carrie, if you don't mind me asking, who? uh, I know you said it's showing on Hulu. Who? Who actually did the documentary? Who you know. who tells their story in it? No, uh, what group 
put the, put it out or published it or whatever. Gosh, they they flashed up all the names. I cannot say that I okay. recall. I can look it up and get okay. back to you after the break. Yeah, that, that's fine. Or you can you can send it to me either way. But uh, I'm just kind of curious. I I kind of want to follow up on that since I was involved in some of that. Uh, on a on a side on a side note and stuff so yeah and I, I was working as an assistant u.s attorney i was working with the fbi at the time and uh i know some things about the case that probably y'all don't know but uh again i mean megan megan and harry have just become much more interesting um, <laughs> <laughs> i did just receive a message from our state rep scott sapicki uh, he wanted me to let people know that TDOT is going to try finishing up their paving tonight in Spring Hill. So be on the lookout for lane closures. So it looks like they're going to finally get that paving up there around Saturn Parkway, all that there on 31. Yeah. They're, they're looking to finish that up tonight. Again, their timing's great. Doing all their paving. I didn't during think Christ- you could pave into December. I didn't after, think so either. After uh, what we had last year with West they also pick I also picked the busiest shopping time of the year. That's true too. To go right yeah, in front of a mall. That, that is- well, <laughs> the thing the thing is, uh, and I don't know. There's I've not seen it, but I've been told that state law prohibits paving after what is it October fifteenth, maybe, and. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was no, no time after November. I thought on state roads, but uh, at least that's what we were told out front here. <laughs> we may have an exception. Asphalt does not work in cold weather. No, uh, and so and what I've been told is that to to pave it has to be at least thirty degrees and rising. So the window of opportunity to get any pavement done uh, before spring is closing. Yeah, I mean, you look at the forecast for later this week, Del. It's going to get chilly. And you've got to ask yourself, you know, do you want to drive on this bumpy road all winter or would you rather get it paved? So there you go. Well, you know, the consistency and the chemicals they put in that asphalt constantly changes to improve. So sometimes uh, there might be technology involved that can do certain types of work uh, when it's a little bit colder now. You know, I I don't know about that, Mr. York. I've, I've been told 30 degrees and rising is the best that they can do with whatever they've got uh, otherwise i don't know what happened it just what happens it just doesn't work i, I don't know uh, the asphalt doesn't set up doesn't harden i don't know all right let's take a break come back For 60 years, people all over Middle Tennessee have returned to Parks Motor Sales again and again because they get the best vehicles and best service possible. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for options. New Buicks, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and more. Then stop by 919 Nashville Highway, test drive a Buick, and see why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Is your family looking for a new primary health care provider, or did you wake up feeling poorly? Give Northside Medical Professionals a call. We also have facial gift cards available for Christmas gifts. We have two Columbia locations to serve you on Nashville Highway and Trotwood Avenue. We have same-day walk-in spots available, and we are taking new patients. Our caring staff is ready to help you with all your health care needs. Call 540-4210 or visit northsidemedicalprofessionals.com today. What do you see? The sun is rising Most definitely A new day is coming 
right, Crystal Blue Persuasion, a song of my youth. I never have known what it was about, uh, psychedelics or somewhat, but uh, it's a good tune. Anyway, my name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, what's happening, man? Uh, not a whole lot, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Del. You'd have to be smoking a blunt to get the real essence of that song, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, I wasn't. It's, yeah, it's a good dance tune too. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe so, but I, I've never tried it that way. All right, dude number one, Mr. Jim York, and regular special guest dude Carrie Powers. How are you? Excellent. Happy Monday. Happy to have you, uh, folks. Well, I'm you know looking at what's happened over the weekend. Uh, Elon Musk, you just you gotta you gotta give it to this guy. He's he's now announced that his pronouns are prosecute Fauci. <laughs> I mean, the guy is sharp. He, he he continues Delk to uncover things that I think a lot of people's you know had suspicions were going on, but now it's coming out that they actually were happening. The Twitter files. Oh man. Uh, I think it's just the tip of the iceberg, to be honest with you. And it's got a lot of people nervous. It's got a lot of people nervous. It's got a lot of people nervous, and and he is a sharp cat. I mean, he says he's, you know, folks, this this guy is from South Africa, uh, and he is a an African-American, literally. But uh, if, you know, people don't really know it very much, but uh, if you want to see people who've been oppressed suppressed uh and continue to be oppressed and suppressed just go to south africa uh and it's it's bad and so free speech means a lot to him and and the government's got to be careful with messing with him because they were lie on elon musk for so much especially when it comes to spacex you know, the, the, oh, the, he's launching all the top secret spy satellites. A- absolutely, absolutely. Uh, along with his Starlink network that he's got going right now, but we depend upon him and SpaceX to get people to the International Space Station, or like you mentioned, putting up satellites or even spy satellites. Yeah, I mean, he's he's uh, he's literally created, invented a rocket engine, which NASA has not done in almost. 60 years now and it lands right side up after it's use amazing unbelievable i've got starlink uh for my uh cable service out at the house and it's folks it's amazing it's a little dish about 12 inches across that you mount on the roof and um i've got excellent you know wi-fi and you know all my streaming stuff comes through there my emails whatnot no more hot spotting no more hotspot. It's yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, anyway, so his pronouns are prosecute Fauci, and he very aptly says, you know, what I can do with Twitter is force. What what we had is an, an oligopoly, uh, and this thing that particularly Apple and Android have got going on, Apple and Google. I mean, they have they have the reason they could do what they did uh the twitter files at twitter was because there is effectively a uh there's a monopoly i mean these people there one or two companies have banded together 
And all of a sudden they realized, and, and that's part of the autopsy of the Twitter files, these folks who are on Twitter, uh, if you read the description of what happened in their communications, they gradually realized that they were basically the most powerful people in the world. And with with absolute power come, comes absolute corruption. And then slowly, if you look through the uh, communications, the emails, over time, after they realized they were the most powerful people in the world, they realized, they reached sort of a group think as to how they thought the world would be a better place. Yeah, the, the Ayatollah of Iran could put on their death to America, and yet the President of the United States could get banned. It didn't make a lot of sense at the time, but now we're starting to figure out why. And Musk, though, aptly points... Messed up. I'm telling you it's messed up. Yes, it's messed up. And what Musk uh, has said openly, though, is that now by putting a competitive force into that marketplace, that they can force people like Facebook uh, to, uh, in, in order to be competitive to open up free speech because people will be leaving Facebook and going to Twitter. And everybody knows that Facebook's doing the same thing, you know. I mean, they're doing the same thing Twitter was doing. And it's happening. Uh, I think people are leaving Facebook and are they are going to Twitter. I mean, Musk puts out stats nearly every day of how the numbers just continue to climb for Twitter. Yeah, and Clayton, we've got to get our Twitter going. We, we got it. It's there. Yeah, but yeah, we need to be more active on it. But yeah. We do have it. Yeah, we need to go. What's the name of it? WKOM, WKRM. At WKOM, WKRM. All right, we're gonna to have to we're gonna to have to start messing with that thing, uh, and that'll be a good way for people to give feedback to us. Correct. Yeah, at WKRM WKOM WKOM WKRM at WKOM WKRM. If you want to tell us what you think about Are they what two separates or is it all one long one? All one all all together. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Sorry. Okay. So at what <laughs> WKOM WKRM. If you want to tell us what you think about us or just express your thoughts, um, fire away. We can take it. <laughs> Are you going to take my thoughts down? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. All right, folks. There's a lot of – so uh, there's that. But I like I like your embracing of, of uh, Elon Musk, Del, and I'm going to say this, and, and I've said it before. The right likes to embrace – folks that agree with them temporarily but when they stop agreeing with them then they want to trash them so be careful remember the birth of movement tea party and all that stuff and now the extremes that you have in the party about 30 percent of the party be careful mr york do you not think that can be applied to the left too no, you know, see, that's uh, the biggest what? misnomer ever, Carrie. Every time someone brings up something factual about the right, they say, it's on the other side, too. No, it's not necessarily on the other side. Okay, well, maybe there's some it, factual There, there might be one or two people we... on the other side that are extreme, but that's not a whole drove of people like we have on the right. Oh, I just like you so much as a person. Mr. York. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. York, you're you're just dead wrong. Um, And let me, uh, Clayton, plug that in and play it, will you? Uh, That same stuff you play all the time. That's all you got? Well, it... it, Is that all you got? It's... When you listen to it, Mr. York, uh, you you just teed off on what you say is 30% of the of the republican party it's not 
And first of all, those things and the parade of horribles that you put out there, like the Tea Party or whatever, didn't do anything horrible. They were just ordinary citizens trying to express their voices. And but this this is the real left. This is the real Democratic Party. This is the real liberal media play Clayton. Well, well, that's why the independents voted so Today on the show so we follow the, the science and talk about implicit institutional bias regarding diversity in the workplace while creating a safe space to deconstruct microaggressions stemming from systemic inequality created by an oppressive cisnormative system while increasing equity in the name of inclusivity to combat racial racist racism for minorities and the trauma from being marginalized by climate change. We interview the leader of BLM, a POC about AOC fighting for CRT. We cover how the LGBTQs are crippled by toxic masculinity. We then shame you for having white privilege because if you're white, you're privileged regardless of if you're mentally ill, dying of a horrible disease, or been raped a bunch. We then talk about Trump for 30 minutes pretending like we hate him but clearly want him elected again because we can no longer pay our rent with tote bags. We then reveal another 75 new gender identities and finally we ask, should Guy Fieri be canceled for culturally appropriating lesbians? It's currently 79 degrees in Central Park. The time is 4.53 p.m. But time was invented by the patriarchy, so you can make up whatever time you'd like. We'll be right back. That is the real. Is that Demo- all you got? Is that all you got there? That, that is the real That's Democratic Party. That's somebody's opinion. Today. There's no factual, no facts about that. That's I've, somebody's opinion, uh, just like yours and mine. Well, it's, it's my opinion that that is the real Democratic Party today. That's well, you're the, e- you're easily deceived. That's my the center and the heart of it. That's the, that's the way they think. That's that's the you, you way. You still believe you still believe the election was fraud, like Carrie Lake over there in Arizona. That's, still filing a lawsuit. My goodness. That's well, everybody's got a right to file a lawsuit, Mr. York. And the the, but the, the election's been certified in Arizona. What's you filing a lawsuit for? For what? And, and with no no evidence other than make me the governor. You know, ridiculous, Mr. York. First, you complained when a lawsuit was filed to force them to certify the election, and now you say it was certified, and that's uh, the end of the story. Uh, I, I tell you what's great on Twitter. They have I mean, the, there's there's seven levels of ridiculousness in what you just said, Mister York. They they have. Oh, the, there's no levels of ridiculous. It's common sense, Dale. Okay, if, if you have a chance, if you're out there listening, go to at Defiant L's. And what this does, this goes back and it shows the hypocrisy, particularly of the left. For example, uh, they, they, they share two tweets on one page. From February 16th, 2018, Hakeem Jeffries tweeted, The more we learn about the 2016 election, the more illegitimate, all caps, it becomes. America deserves to know whether we have a fake president in the Oval Office. Hashtag Russian interference. Then, from October of this year, (laughs) we will never bend the knee to the election deniers who poison our democracy. You talking about hypocritic. It's it's unbelievable. We will never bend the knee to the election deniers who poison our democracy. Yeah. So now Hakeem Jeffries is the target, huh? Now he's a hypocrite, Mr. York, is what he is. He's a target. He's just telling what was... No, 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 you're making a pass for him. You're letting him talk about election denying in 2016... Or twenty eighteen, well, you know, but but, but but he's allowed he's allowed to do it because he's a Democrat, right? 
He, he's a, he's allowed to question the election because he's a Democrat, right? Election. Even Putin said they interfered. Jay, now you're saying oh, well, there, you're an election denier, Mr. York. You are an election denier. You are a, an election denier. Oh, get on the your, white coats. On your team's definition, you're an election denier. Get the white coats. I'm saying Putin said that they did interfere in the election. Oh, yeah. Barr covered it up. When Barr cov- Okay, so Bill Barr covered up the 2016 election oh, interference. Oh, man. You're an election denier, Mr. York. I mean, that's... And if that doesn't illustrate how true what I just played is, uh, then there's no better... uh, there's no better uh, uh, verification of it. Uh, All it illustrates, Delk, is that you got some people that still believe your brand of democracy, and they're willing to say anything just to, to support what they believe. So that 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 and that and twenty five cents to get you a cup of coffee, buddy. That that is the real Democratic Party. I mean, look no farther than uh, the present Supreme Court member, uh, Katan, what's it, Katanji Jackson or whatever. Brown, yep. Uh, Brown Jackson. Jackson Brown. Who at who at her confirmation hearings asked by Marsha Blackburn, "Can you tell me what a woman is?" And she's declined to answer. That is I would the real. If, if if you ask me what's a man, I'd decline the answer too. You ought to know if you're a man. Well, that is, that is so elementary. What stupid. else? What else illustrates how what I just played about the Democratic Party is true? It is their soul. It's their center. Well, I like your complaining and your grievances about the Democratic Party. And while you're doing that, people your age and my age who have had pensions about to expire. The American Rescue Plan saved them. And in the meantime... For Joe Biden. That's garbage. I I mean, neither one of our pensions were saved by the American Rescue Plan. Maybe not ours individual, but so many people that worked on jobs, the pension plan was about to expire. Uh, Meanwhile, you know... uh, And I hope they get it. You know, might as well. It's free money. But the, you know, COVID relief money is being... Uh, used for things like uh, upgrading and repairing airports. <laughs> what what has COVID got to do with airports? I mean, th- this. Well, if COVID's under control to a certain extent, but Tennessee's getting a high incidence of COVID folks again, so I don't know how much control it's under. Miss York, I mean, uh, with respect, every time I think that, you know, that you've just the Russians have done it. The Russians have come in and. Hey, I, I got a, got another good one before break, Delk. And you you came off the bench to defend that nut job Clayton was just talking about. Well, and, and the pre, a White House press secretary, what's her name, G, uh, Green Jean Pierre? Is that is that and her Claude name? Claude Jean Pierre. Yeah, re, uh, she tweeted in 2020 a reminder that Governor Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Yeah. And then last month she tweeted, "Democracy is under assault, and we cannot pretend otherwise." Mega MAGA Republicans do not believe in the rule of law. They refuse to accept the election or the results of elections and they fan the flames of political violence and that's true what a hypocrite that is totally, but, but, that's but, but, totally but so, so she can say an election was stolen two years ago and then she can sit there and say the republicans who don't believe in the rule of law are fanning the flames of political violence yeah and mr york the she, hypocrite the, hypocrite mr capital. york the democrats you're defending R- are, are the equivalent of the republicans party's marjorie taylor green who over the weekend actually said that if she had organized january 6th that the people the protesters would have been armed 
Well, they might as well have been because they're doing as much time as if they've been armed. Well, that's a good thing. That just teaches them a lesson. Don't do stupid things. Rules for thee, but not for me. Yeah, what about in Portland, Seattle? Did anybody been taught not to do stupid things out there? Let's they, take a they break. Had people arrest, they had people arrested there. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and make zero payments for 12 months. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. The crimson and white jerseys. Front court to the rack and the flood. The sound of a buzzer beater. Got it to go as the buzzer sounds. The roll tide chant from the crowd. Three. Got it. And he's fouled. It can only be Alabama basketball. Join the Alabama Crimson Tide right here. On your home for Alabama basketball. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
Hi, this is Julie Beck in Columbia, Tennessee. Join us for Center of Hope's annual New Year's Eve mule drop in historic downtown Columbia. Raise a toast to the new year with great music, fireworks, and confetti cannons full of wishes for the best new year ever. This event is free to the public. VIP tickets with proceeds to the Center of Hope are two for $130 or one for $70 and include party favors, finger foods, and two drink tickets in the Magnolia Room over Southern Trey Restaurants. Listen to the broadcast and join the party at the Magnolia Room or go out to watch the live events on the square. To get VIP tickets, go to TicketTaylor.com. The Center of Hope helps victims of domestic violence, rape, and stalking. Special thanks to our sponsors for making this possible, Baxter Family Management, Family Advantage Credit Union, Experience Murray, and more. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How are you? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jimmy York. How you doing? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude, uh, regular special guest, dude, uh, Carrie Powers. How are you doing? Excellent. Happy Monday. Happy Monday and happy birthday to you again. Thank uh, you. Okay, folks. I mean, the Democratic Party not only is just crazy with (laughs) seemingly rational people like Mr. York embracing these crazy conspiracy theories. Um, Great job projecting, Delk. I love the way GOP um, always projects. Well, here we go. How about this one? Um, In, in, well, let's see, in Virginia over the weekend, uh, a Christian group was denied service because they're Christian. Uh, and the wait staff, uh, uh, the reason given is the wait staff, staff felt uh, unsafe around these uh, Christians. Now, does anybody want to take three guesses as to what party the wait staff affiliates with? What about let's talk about the people, not the party. What about the people? No, just it, does anybody want to, you know? Uh, Metzer and Busher was the restaurant in Virginia. Yeah, and again to illustrate the point of that clip that I played earlier, apparently some of the white staff were LBGT, whatever, and you know I got no problem with that, and but uh, they, you know, these are Democrats. Uh, who don't want to see Christians or serve Christians or even be in the same room with Christians? Uh, no, they were going. They, you know that that's a that's a precarious situation, Delk. When you think about it, now you got a group coming there that's uh, called what the Family Foundation, I think it was. Yep. Uh, and they were going to do some organizing and discussions in that restaurant. And if the restaurant's staff is mainly made up of women and LBT. GQ type folk, there could possibly be some altercations. So the restaurant decided that 
they'd cancel the reservations. What about black people, Miss York? You know, uh, let's just don't seat them. They're likely to be, you know, uh, they're, they're, well, well, you, you think likely, it was wrong? Likely to be unruly. And should should you know is that like the case of Moore versus Hopper, which is in the Supreme Court right now, that says uh, the uh, the the uh, internet worker has to do work for all types of people, yeah, regardless yeah, of their deny, ethnic just origin, to black uh, people, I mean, gender certainly, identity. Certainly, they commit crimes at, at an extremely disproportionate rate to their population. So uh, let's just don't see them. What you mean? That's not that's not a factual statement. Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, it's not. it is. It's not a factual statement. But I'm saying this this case in the Supreme Court is very similar. Moore versus Hopper. This internet worker doesn't want to develop for people who are transgender, gay, and uh, the Supreme Court seems like it's going to uphold that. And is that very similar to the restaurant in Virginia not wanting to have? The folks that are very religious oriented coming in their restaurant because their staff is basically women and people of different genders. Public accommodation is an entirely different category, Mr. York. And since the late '60s, this country has had a policy that as long as you, uh, you know, are uh, behaving, you pay your check, uh, that uh, you should be seated at the lunch counter. And I agree with that policy, and it's just no different. When there's no factual distinction or theoretical distinction or reasonable distinction between black people and Christians in the regard to public accommodation. It, It is a difference because you can choose to be a Christian. You can't choose to be black. But the other thing is that, like, so are you saying if you want to be seated, you should give up your Christian beliefs, Mr. York? That's what you just said. That's what you just said. If you want to be seated, quit. Ethnic origin is not a choice. It's who you are. You, what you just said is if you want to be seated, renounce your Christianity. No, I'm not saying that. Yes, you did. Saying, I didn't yes, say renounce did. anything. You said that. I'm not asking people Ms. to renounce. Miss York, when you put, you know, it's called a tautology. When you put two together with two, you get four. When you say Christianity is a choice with regard to public accommodation, you're saying well, if you want to be seated, renounce your Christianity. That's what you're saying, Bob. I didn't. I didn't say if anybody to renounce. I'm saying that's no. different from ethnic York, origin. You, ethnic origin is not a choice. You but, can't. You can't say that, one without parallel, saying is the other. Parallel to the Moore and Harper case. Then, if I'm an internet internet developer, I have a right not to develop for you because you are Caucasian. Is that okay too? I don't know what the facts of that case are. This guy's an internet developer. Is he an employee no, of somebody? No, it's a female. She's she's a private business person. That's an internet developer, and she doesn't want to cater to transgender and people that are well, are gay. So, uh, well, that's is she employed the case by the Supreme Court? Had oral arguments on last week. Well, I, I still, I mean, is she employed by anybody? Is she an independent contractor? She's, she's, um, she's it, employed is, by herself. Is somebody compelling her to uh, to write code for transgender and gay people uh, against her will? I don't know. She's saying that she wouldn't do it, period. And she, she sent that case all the way up to the Supreme Court. Well, there's got to be more to, more to it than that, Ms. York, because... I mean, there, there has to be more to it than that. They're, they're, they're basically, any, well, the re- 
Anybody, for the record, I I think the the restaurant should have served those folk. But then, you know, if if you have a problem with the people that's in the restaurant, is it a good idea as a human being and common sense to go to a restaurant where they don't want you? No, but is it good business in, on any level for a restaurant to deny anybody who's... Well, know, who, public accommodations, I agree with what you yeah, said. Who, public who will, accommodations who will, is okay. Who will behave and pay their check and, uh, you know, they, they should be accommodated. Um I think y'all, I mean, I don't. But what I, I don't understand what, you, I mean, there's, there's got to be more facts about this case you're talking about. I mean, generally a self employed person, that by definition can uh, work whenever and for whomever they want. Um, so I, there's got to be more to it. Go ahead, Carrie. I'm so sorry. I, I don't know. I mean, just, I think when you put in respect and opinion, like, you know, if I get bad service, I'm probably just not going to go back there, but that's my choice. Do I want to support that business? So like, I'm, I'm hearing so many different angles in all of this, but you know, the respect piece on, I mean, why should one person, I guess I do agree if I owned a business, I mean, there's plenty of web designers. I mean, I'm sorry that that person is choosing not to do that. I I can't say that I, I mean, in my business, I will see anyone of any color, of any gender identification. I mean, when I was practicing, just that was, I guess, one, it was my job, but two, it was my heart, whatever. But if, if someone doesn't have that heart, I mean, give your business elsewhere. The restaurant, like, I don't agree with that, but I wouldn't want to spend my money at a business that would support that. So no, just, I agree. I, mean, be I agree. And go on to a different thing, but I mean, do I disagree with it? Absolutely. But good, let them lose a big fat check and tip. I tip well. I would. I mean, fine. I'll move on and give my good tip to someone else. Yeah, and this restaurant will probably be out of business shortly. Like that, whatever yeah. it was, the red chicken that didn't serve Sarah Huckabee Sanders. They they went out of business in six months. But uh, I mean, I will say, as a healthcare provider, I would have served anyone, whether I. You know whether we sh- whether we lived our life on the same beat, right? You well, know this this radio station would certainly serve anyone. Uh, you know who like said same same as a restaurant customer. You know who uh, I'd laugh all the way. Anybody who behaves appropriately and uh, and pays the bill is is welcome. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I wouldn't even web designer if they're willing to give up the money, they're willing to give up the money. You know, mm-hmm. move on to the next one. I mean, there that's are that's why I thought designers. that's why I thought it was kind of foolish, uh, Carrie, because if you know you 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 got a, a job, you're producing a product, and if you produce the quality product and somebody wants to buy it, regardless of who they are, you ought to sell it to them. But if that's what's yeah. important to that person and floats their boat and is going to like make their world go round, I mean, let them. You know, miss out on the business. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, again, it's just personal preference. Yeah, I mean, and- the, the one, the case that you're posing, Mr. York, there just has to be more to it than that because I, I'm just not aware, you know, if somebody who's self-employed it can uh, choose to be employed or to work for whom they want. Um, so th- there's got to be more to it. There, there must be some... Uh, an additional fact in there about somebody how somebody's being compelled to uh do work that they want don't want to do against their will and i don't know how that would work i don't know the facts i'm i'm curious well what uh, all right we got two or three minutes anybody else got any place they want to go i'm i'm curious mr york about uh 
you keep I keep seeing all this lately, and I just sort of laugh it off about the number of acres of farmland that black farmers have lost in the last forty or fifty years. Um, and I'm just wondering where is this coming from? I mean, the the white farmers have lost just as much land. That's the great story of of America. That you know, after when when I was growing up, everybody's grandparents probably yours miss york lived on a farm somewhere uh now nobody's do i mean there, there are nobody has grandparents who live on a farm that the the after the second world war the countryside was just was vacated and people moved to the cities because that's where they could get jobs and you couldn't make make a no way to make a living off 40 acres anymore you just couldn't do it but dale can the back in the day probably when you were younger and i was younger there were a number of black farmers that had large parcels of land. And well, there were a number of when, white farmers who did, too, yeah, and but, generally but they the don't exist farmer, anymore. When the black farmers went to the agricultural department, you know what all they all do. They go and they get seed money and loans. Uh, it was a different for black farmers. The black farmers wind up losing their land and and weren't given the loans as Caucasian farmers were. And after many, many years of that, the black farmer did almost disappear. There's still a few in East Tennessee, uh, in in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, some in North Louisiana. There's still some black farmers that's out there, but the amount of acreage that they have has decreased considerably because inequity in providing services to them. Now, in well, Obama's administration, there was a, a, a $50 billion uh, uh, recuperation of land and loans that they had been in the white farmers. Four, four billion. Farmers filed a lawsuit to block it, say it was discrimination. But well, they didn't talk about discrimination back in the day. In the southeastern United States, had land. in the southeastern United States, black farmers got $4 billion and I was a part of that working with the uh, USDA's general counsel office down in Muscle Shoals. Uh, and that's just in, here in the southeast. But, Miss York, the white farmers... <laughs> First of all, I can tell you after working with those cases that there was no evidence whatsoever those black farmers were discriminated against. Second of all, the Obama Obama administration just decided to pay them. And second of all, you know, the white farmers I know who got loans all lost their farms because the USDA was willing to uh, loan them far more than they could possibly hope to repay and most the, the USDA the business the business model for one years for black farmers one for white farmers the business model for years has been you know you just max out your loan and you live on that for the rest of your life and then you know 